0: Today's show is brought to you by Cody Akins at AikensPCRepair.com. I'm independent. Hey, welcome to the show, all 11 of you. It's me, Jonathan, and my good buddies, James and Rod. Hey, good buddies. Good buddy, good buddy. Oh, no. Good buddy. Uh, you know what? I was playing this t- for you guys before this, and uh, it's so great. I want to share it with the audience. Uh, if you, <laughs> If you are ever down, if you're ever sad, and you need a quick pick-me-up. Just go on YouTube and search for 1989 Orlando Magic inaugural season opener uh, and skip to about four minutes and 40 seconds into the video. Uh, A lot of the beginning stuff is weird. It involves a guy claiming he's not Merlin. He's Marlin. I don't know. Okay, But he's a wizard. Maybe that's because the Florida Marlins were still pretty new. I don't think the Marlins were a team yet. I don't think they were a team until the 90s. I mean, I'd have to look that up, but I'm pretty sure the Marlins weren't a team until the 90s. Um,
1: so, anyways. So, anyway. Uh, so, this is or the o- Orlando no magic. Magic's In first, first ever season,
0: game. Yeah, it's, it's their hype video. And uh, there's a guy coming out, and he starts singing this song, and he's just throwing as many magic words as he can. <laughs>
1: because it's... Because they like they're no magic.
0: magic. And it's just the gr- how this song was not a number one hit for like 10 years in a row. I don't know. Because <laughs> it's the greatest thing I've ever heard. It's never once not brought me out of a bad mood. And here <laughs> it is. There's oh, magic in our town. a pounding
1: the street. It's so fantastic out of control. You can feel the
2: power under your feet.
0: The gusto with which he says razzmatazz.
1: <laughs> it's such a silly
0: word. And you don't even, re- it's one of those things you don't even realize is funny uh. until somebody says Ooh. it exactly like that. You're like, razzmatazz is a funny word. Razzmatazz. Yeah. I
2: just. Pocus, pocus, Alakazam. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Slam dunk sesame. <laughs> it's just the greatest thing ever. So yeah, uh, if you're feeling down, it's you know seasonal depression. I, I, I'm sure the the winter is bad in Kansas City as it is here too. Um, then just Google that. You don't you don't need to call a psychiatrist or psychologist. Just Google that video and just watch it. Just watch it. Immediately makes you feel good about everything. Uh, I mean, and it's coming from Orlando, where the weather's always beautiful and nice. Right, so right. That should make you feel better too. Oh, the weather here's great by the way. Uh it was 70 degrees yesterday. I Seriously? Yes, I was out and about uh and so was everyone else in this godforsaken pile of spaghetti that we call uh you know a, a, a civilization in New England. And uh everyone's In fact, there was a guy walking down the street with his shirt off. Wearing shorts and he had tied his shirt around his head like Clark Griswold <laughs> lost in the desert in National Lampoons Vacation. It's so hot. It's oh my god, Ugh. it's so hot. I can't I can't fucking do this, bro. I can't do this, bud. I can't fucking do this. I'm actually gonna get extra ice in my regular from Donkeys. I get extra yeah. ice.
1: <gasps> According to my uh, phone it is currently 26 degrees here yeah, so, in beautiful um, crime free Grandview. It
0: was 70 degrees yesterday, it's 19 degrees today. Nice. It's snowing. It's snowing here. I'll I'll show you guys uh here. Um, uh, I don't
1: know if you'll be able to see it. Well, see all that nah, white. I can't see it.
0: <laughs> okay. Just, this is a bad idea. I don't know how webcams that, work apparently. But uh no, that was dumb. Yeah, that was. Dumb. <laughs> but it's it's snowing. it, it looks beautiful. It's nice but it's no. it's snowing. Uh I went outside and I uh it was shoveling the snow out of the driveway. And uh there's a guy who lives next door to me his name is Jim. Uh he refuses to let me call him Jim. He insists on his name is Jimmy. Because <laughs> people around here don't have adult names. And uh I was like, "Hey Jim." He's like, "It's Jimmy." I was like, yeah. "Jimmy." Uh, it was seventy degrees yesterday, and it's snowing now. And he goes, "Yeah, welcome to New England, bro." (laughs) I've lived here for three years. Like, yeah, welcome to New England. (laughs) I I don't care where you live. That's weird.
1: Everybody, no, but everybody says that. Every, I don't give a shit. I lived in Texas. Yeah, and I live here in the Midwest in in Kansas City. I've I've every place I've been and every. Place I've talked to, they always say the same thing. Oh, if you don't like the weather? Stick around, it'll change. Yep, yeah, yeah. And and I'm like, it, that's everywhere. But like everybody thinks that's just where they live. I think. Well, yeah,
0: I think that you're right, but I think that people in New England take a special pride in it more than anywhere else I've ever lived. And I think the reason why is because they need to come up with some justification as to why they're better than everyone else. Because there's really, other than education, which most people here who take pride in New England don't care about education. Most of them can't read. Um, they need to find something to be proud of. Like, oh, you have to be tough to live here. You gotta be tough. You gotta be fucking tough to live here. Welcome to New England, bro. It's gonna, yeah, it's gonna snow a foot in uh, at the end of May. That's, that's what happens here. It just happens. It happens all the time. You got to be Boston strong. And I, I Yeah, because of the secret to New England is this, and I got a, a lot of people upset at me when I pointed this out. It's one day. Boston Harbor is one day away from New York Harbor. New York Harbor is a much more stable, much bigger harbor, a much better place to land. It just is. The people who settled here were a combination of cheap and lazy. Lazy because they didn't want to spend an extra day on a boat and cheap because they were like no one wants that land well we'll take it it's cheap it's it can't be cheap for a
1: reason oh it is it is <laughs> i do know there's that you know that um what was it it was a commencement speech or something right the uh, the the speech that got turned into the poem song thing oh uh, always starts sunscreen? with sunscreen yeah
2: you know what i'm talking Pos- about in that
1: yeah. it says live in the northeast At least once, but leave before it makes you hard and live in the Northwest at least once, but leave before it makes you soft. Yeah, I would, I could see that. (laughs) Uh,
0: Though I don't know, man, there's a reason people do a lot of heroin in Seattle. I think there's, you either turn to coffee or heroin to to fight the
1: gray. (laughs) Yeah. Because it to is fight bad. The gray.
0: Though they there is a phenomenon uh, in Seattle where apparently, and it's around this time where once a year it's like eighty degrees for like a week, and then it goes back to just it's almost like God going like, okay, I've been pretty hard on them. Like it's just been
1: <laughs> it's been gray,
0: it's god awful. I'm just gonna yeah. But you're right. Everywhere, everywhere thinks like where they live is special. Like as far as weather is concerned. Isn't mm-hmm. like when Moses was sending the plagues into Egypt, if there, like, if there were people standing around like, oh, water turned into blood, frogs, lice, livestock, Egypt pestilence. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the killing That's of your Cairo firstborn you. children.
2: Welcome to Cairo, bro. <laughs> Welcome to Cairo, bro. Cairo. You don't like the plague? Wait a day. <laughs> Don't like the
1: leg wait It'll change.
0: Oh, yesterday
1: we had
2: the locust.
0: Today we're going to have the lice. It happens. Uh, you know. Which really, when you think of all of those, the weirdest, um, the weirdest plague was uh, frogs. <laughs> there was also lice, which is also weird, and flies.
2: But, like, the weirdest yeah. one is... You're frogs. right, though frogs. Frogs, that's like, just kind of an inconvenience. That yeah. just seems Weird like Moses was spitballing.
0: He was like, you know what? I don't like <laughs> frogs. Fucking like frogs aren't that bad. They're kind of cute. Like they're a little slimy. <laughs> it's no. rain. It's gonna rain frogs. It's gonna rain frogs. Is is God high? A little bit, bro. <laughs> a little bit. It, he he sent the plague of frogs the same day that he invented the platypus. It's it's gotta be. It's gotta be the same day.
2: <laughs> look at this thing
0: I made look at it's got look a, like duck a beaver tail. oh my god it's and a beaver tail it's a mammal that lays eggs and and it's got milk that comes out of a thorn in its
1: paw see now I always thought that the platypus came from Noah's Ark that like there was a, a swinging couple of beavers there <laughs> that were like you know close to the ducks because you know water and everything sure and uh they were like, "Hey, I noticed your wife's uh, kind of attractive. I noticed maybe you think my wife's kind of attractive. Mm-hmm. I think something like that might have went on, like some swinging, swinging beavers, yeah. ducks, and beavers. Yeah,
0: I feel bad for beavers. <laughs> beavers are don't you kind to feel bad for beavers? They're a very industrious animal and uh, they work really hard and everything. And we've we we basically just said any like a beaver is like a vagina. When you said when you were talking about swinging beavers, it's like oh, is that like a lesbian thing?
1: Yeah, um, no, that's that's yeah. uh, that's they're, how they the to be. They're cute. They got buck teeth,
0: but they're like engineers. They're architects. They build shit, and we're just like yeah. oh, look at him. <laughs> he's so cute. It'd be like if aliens were like oh, did you see that Stephen Hawking guy? Oh, he's so cute in his wheelchair. He's he's like the smartest among us. Yeah, so cute. <laughs> look at him blowing into a straw to move.
2: Oh, so cute. <laughs> Fucking
0: aliens are insensitive. <laughs> They're assholes. Let huh? me just tell you. <coughs> hey, uh, I just... By the way, this is a, just a regular old show, so we're just going to see where, where it takes us. Uh, of all the Bible stories, which one is your favorite? Like, we you know, if you're thinking of them as mythologies or whatever
1: yeah um i don't know
2: um
1: the book of job like is such one... a dickhead flex oh. on god's part that that story always annoys me um Wait, why I like the why one is... where he gives her he gives her the box and he says don't open the box because if you do everything bad will come out and then she opens the box anyways i don't think that's the bible it's Greek mythology yeah it's great sure
2: yeah yeah
0: that's uh, Pandora's huh. box. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. It, you know, the Bible was written in Greek, so there might be some crossover there. But what was why is the book of Job such a flex?
2: Because God and the devil make a stupid fucking bet. Mm. And he's like, "Nah, dude, that guy loves me. And He's like, yeah, he only loves you because everything is great. Yeah. And he's like, oh, no, I'll make his life fucking garbage. Oh, yeah. I'll ruin his life and he'll still love me. <laughs> doesn't that
0: doesn't that track with it's, the, it's, uh, how you feel about a sports team? <laughs> it's
1: and i understand that, what the, you know the point feel is way uh, too familiar
0: if you if you're a fan a, of any sports a, team ever
1: well yeah yeah but it's a it's a story about having faith and and sticking by even in in bad times and all that stuff but really it, it it really comes across as an an, an arrogant Dickhead thing. It's just well. Since yeah. when is God such a gambler? Yeah, exactly. A very abusive relationship. That's what it comes across as. Right, and God's such a gambler. He's like,
0: Ah, I bet you anything. <laughs> I can mess this guy up. <laughs>
2: and by the way, a lot, uh, of, a lot, of the Old Testament stuff's like that, though. I mean, like uh, Isaac I, and Abraham. Yeah. yeah. Hey, hey, kill your kid, <laughs> dude. Dude. No, I'm say, <laughs> no, no. You're kidding, right? Well, what do you think? So it's, I'm it's,
0: kidding. It's, it's God. He's going through some growing pains, and then he has a kid and becomes like a nicer dude. That that happens to so many people, you know. You mature <laughs> your kid by being a child and seeing your own innocence reflected in the and realizing you need to be better for them and to be a better example. Mm-hmm. God mm-hmm. was like, okay, you know, maybe it's time it. to stop it with the, the pestilence and the it. torturing people just for fun type of thing. Hey, bro
2: kill your kid, kid. what <laughs> No. yes my lord yeah kill kill your kid <laughs> what no yeah
0: yeah yeah do my it. favorite uh, synopsis you're of kid. that is in is you're, in the song kidding, right highway uh no, high- no
2: no 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 not kidding take him up to the take him up, take him up to the top of the mountain because i really want to get a good view yeah and then right before you do it an angel's gonna come down and be like bro what the fuck are you doing Oh my God! He was totally gonna do it. He was totally gonna do it, guys. My favorite oh, synopsis—believe
0: that. My favorite <laughs> synopsis of that story is Highway 61 by Bob Dylan, where uh, he is. Uh, God said to Abraham, "Kill me a son." Abe said, "God, you must be putting me on." God said, "No." Abe said, "What?" <laughs> God said, "You can do what you want, Abe. But uh, next time you see me coming, you better run." <laughs> Abe said, "Where you want this killing done? Out on Highway
1: 61." um do you ever see um the movie uh what the hell is it called i think it's called year one
0: yeah i've never seen it but i know what
1: you're talking about it's got jack black in it it's actually pretty funny and um yeah they uh they leave their village you know of, of like cavemen and start to venture out and they start coming across you know Cain and abel and stuff and yeah and eventually um they're having a dinner with the um with the guy and he's like, Yeah, no, we're doing uh we're doing this thing. It's called uh it's called circumcision. It's gonna be great. We'll do it after dinner. <laughs> they're like, yeah, okay, that sounds good. Yeah, they're like, oh no, the, the extra part because I, I don't think mine has extra part. I don't right. think no.
0: <laughs> it's so funny how much shit I catch for not having or for being honest about the fact that I didn't get my kids circumcised. Uh, I, well, my son's circumcised. I guess it'd be weird if I had girls and I got them circumcised. Though, of course, that does happen in Africa. Um, okay. I And it's weird because we talk, we've talked about it on air and people are like, that's disgusting. Like, what's wrong? I remember we... Uh, I, I It came up when I was... I used to do those things at the end of Dan and Park show where I'd sit in on a segment with them mm-hmm, and they were mm-hmm. talking about it. And he's like, hey, do you have your, your kid circumcised? And I was like, no, I haven't, I haven't had my son circumcised. Like, well, that's gonna hurt him. Like, why because like girls aren't going to be into that like okay so they're gonna have to be more selective about the girls that they su- have sex with them <laughs> difference what difference yeah. does it make? like i mean it, by the time by the time of that reveal yeah uh, <laughs> right hopefully they've laid some foundation and yeah and, and even then like i don't think it's as i don't think its uncommon as it used as, to
1: be yeah i don't I really don't think it's as big a deal as people think it is.
0: But, I mean, literally, the pediatrician we we went to for Henry was like, do you want to get your kid circumcised? And we were like, "Um, I I don't know. I've been reading up on it, and it, like, apparently seems like kind of an outdated thing. And I'm not judging anybody who's done it, by the way. I'm just saying it was my choice. I I, I feel like it's an outdated thing. Uh, It's not really been shown to help with hygiene and things like that, so it's not that big a deal. And uh, the the pediatrician was like, okay, good. (laughs) Like... That was it. That was the discussion. Here's the thing about pediatricians. They will try to convince you of things if they think it's important. I didn't want to get the whooping cough vaccine before Henry was born because I was like, it apparently can like pretty knock you pretty sideways. I was going to college and working on the railroad and interning at a radio station. uh, And I was like, I just don't think I can afford to be sick if, I, and he was like, well, do you think your kid can afford to get a deadly illness when they're first born? Same pediatrician. So I was like, well, okay, fine. Yeah, you make a good point. I'll get the vaccine. And it really didn't affect me at all. But like, uh, yeah, if, if as far as the- he did whoop a lot for a while there. He whoops <laughs> to this day. He whoops it up. Yeah. Of all Just of the whoop. coughs, too, that's the silliest thing. The whooping cough. woo hoo If we had not COVID that- then it would have been a lot more prevalent. Like we wouldn't be taking it seriously at all.
1: Um. So last night I went to uh, I went to this bar in Kansas City, and um, it was the strangest hipsterest little fucking. So uh, I have some friends that have moved away long ago to mm-hmm. um, South the ca- Carolina so South something South I don't to know. Carolina. One of those. Okay. <laughs> and uh the point is they moved to uh, West they were in town. They were in town. Involved so some, their some, genie? Yeah. So uh, they invited some friends up to this bar and we went up there. So when you get there, um and it's downtown and so there's nowhere to fucking park and all that bullshit and it's cold and you get there and the door's locked and it says like ring bell. Mm-hmm. And so you have to like ring the doorbell and they come to the door and they're like, I need to see your ID and your vaccination card. And I have not experienced this yet. Now my wife tells me when she goes to plays and stuff yeah, all it's the time pretty common, uh, that anyway. she has to show her vax card to get in. And I've been told that people have had to do that at concerts and stuff quite a bit. Um, I personally haven't been anywhere in a while. So I was like, Oh shit, let me find the fucking thing. And, uh, was this so in Missouri us, or Kansas? I'm just curious. This was uh this was Missouri. Okay. And so they finally let us in. I say that, it wasn't like a big deal. I just I had to find the thing right. and give it to not. And wallet, um yeah. so we get in there and it's just this little bitty place. There's like a few pool tables and stuff, and, and it's kinda cool. And um so we get there and I noticed that everybody's drink is in a jar, like a mason jar, you know, without a lid on it. Yeah. And uh, so, anyways, we go up there and uh, Tabit. The girls are drinking some margarita thing, and so Tab like, "Oh yeah, I have one of those." And uh, I said, "You know, I can. I just have a diet soda." And they said, "We don't. We don't have diet soda." I said, "Really?" And they said, "Well, we make our own soda, so the, oh, we have great. the difference. Or we make our own sodas." She said, "We make our own syrup, and then we mix it with the tonic water." And and, you know, so we don't have any kind of a diet. And I was like, oh, okay just give me water, you know. And um, so then uh, Tabitha was like, I'm hungry. So, you know, do they have anything to eat like bar food, you know? And uh, like, well, all we have is nachos. And so they give you this this sheet and it's a whole list of shit that could be on nachos. Yeah. And you have to mark the thing at chips. And Do you want chicken, pork or beef or chicken? And you know what I mean? You go through and I want these beans and this shit. And uh, they bring it out and it's really slapped together. Shittily. <laughs> it wasn't very good, but we hung out at this place all night. And it's just it was everything was they didn't have regular beer, like like any beer you've ever heard of. They had like all these weird beers that were like, It almost looked like somebody else's beer can with their sticker on it, (laughs) like over it. I mean, everything in this place was like that. And it was it was the they had gone out of their way. Like even the bathroom, like the toilet was weird. You had like this weird flush thing in the middle and the sink, like the water comes out across the top, you know, instead of you know what I mean? Yeah, Uh, it has the open thing. So you can see the water coming before it falls out. Right. And I just I felt the whole thing felt it annoyed me. Everything at just some felt point. I'm like, this is it's it's like you've gone so tried so hard to go so far out of the way not to have anything that you would normally see somewhere.
0: It's like um, if you go to a consignment shop or, you know, a secondhand store, and it's not like I'm not like saying Goodwill or Salvation Army. I'm like saying like a store that exclusively deals in secondhand stuff. And you're just like, yeah, you're trying to seem like a real store but you're selling (laughs) crap that people didn't want anymore. Right. Like you're trying way
1: too hard. Like that was, that's just it. It was, it was so very pretentious it was so very like at first it was, Oh, this is a cool place. And then the more I started, you know, realizing and checking everything out, I'm like, you have gone so far out of your way to not to be different that it's not cool anymore now it's annoying (laughs) yeah because you know the kind of
0: place i'd like to go to uh i'd like to go to a place where uh you just go in and there's a stack of beer in the center of the the place and then you just pay 10 bucks and you can take as much beer as you want that's
1: that's, (laughs) i just want to go to a keg party i want to go to the most dollars at the door right there's a band it's great (laughs) do whatever you want
0: we don't give a shit we're there's no rules it's just, just there's ten bucks and it, like my favorite my favorite bar in the world is uh, tapped in St Louis. There they try this in Kansas City, and at least the one I went to was overpriced and awful. But James and I and Katie uh, and I believe Chris Carpenter went there a couple of years ago, and it's a place where you can go and you pay, I you pay per poll. I don't I don't think you pay like a flat rate. Um, and you just you it's self serve. Yeah, yeah, you just yeah, There's yeah. like eighty. You, beers. you give them
2: your card. They give you a, a wristband with like a little sensor yeah. in it. And you walk up and you put the little wristband on, and then you pull and it just it keeps track of what you're drinking.
0: Right. And it's it's funny because I I'm somebody who even if I was rich and grant I make 19 million dollars a year according to the internet. 19, <laughs> 19 million. million. Um, but. I'm somebody that even if I was rich, I would hate it. Because I don't like not having agency, purpose, or control over any situation that I'm in. Like, the one exception I make is I like my car that drives itself. Other than that, I if I go to a restaurant, I want... If it's a Mexican restaurant. You know what my favorite dish is? A fajita. You know why? Because I get to make it myself.
1: <laughs>
0: I have control over it. I'm going to decide how much... Is going to go into this. What it's going to take. I love it. It's my favorite thing in the world. Um, if My favorite my favorite bar isn't a place where they bring the beer to you. It's where you go get it yourself.
1: You know, uh, I don't well, like, I like places a, with I a like bunch a, of wolves. I'm not a bar guy. Usually if I'm going to a bar, it's to see a band. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I'd rather hang out at someone's house, you know, uh, than, than a bar. But here again, I don't drink. When I do go hang out at a bar with friends. I like a a, some the place that we were at was was a a good place because you know like the music wasn't too loud. They had pool tables, you could sit around and talk, you know what I mean, and and you just go to the bar and get your own damn drink. Like you said. I mean, I say you get your own drink, you have to order it, but you know, they didn't have they didn't have like the wait staff kind of thing. It was just the only thing that annoyed me about it was was all the the normal shit, you know, at a bar, they have Tried so hard not to have that it, it, they're trying it too hard in, to be different. I mean, yeah, it was gotta, just irritating. Look, even, even the guys were like, just wanted some kind of, you know, like, like the beer, you know, they were talking about the fact that, 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 you know, it's, it wasn't even like craft beer kind of stuff. I mean, it was, I guess, look, but it was, it wasn't even like popular craft beer. Everybody understands about a bar.
0: Anybody who opens a bar deep down, what they have to understand about it is people can do this anywhere. It's cheaper to go to the liquor store. It's the same thing with restaurants. I can do this anywhere. It's cheaper to go to the grocery store and get the food and bring it home. Bars are even worse, though, because unless you have a mixologist who's amazing at making cocktails and things like that, you're not doing anything that I can't do at home. If you're just serving beer, I could probably go find that same beer for cheaper at a grocery store. Probably find like a four-pack of it for the cost of one that you're selling me at the bar. Uh, so I think like they they have to make it like, oh, well, this is an intriguing place. And deep down, it's mysterious and cool. Uh, the best thing they could do, though, is just make it an atmosphere that is fun to hang out in. Yeah. You know, like not, oh, there's a lot of talking points here. It just make it like that's why next door pizza in Lee's Summit was so great was because it just felt so comfortable. We would go yeah. there. They knew us, we knew them. Um but they had a lot of options and it was it was just fun. It was just laid back and that, that's what
2: I like. Uh from I the bar. I sent you both a picture. Um there is a brewery, probably the closest one to me, called uh the Civil Life Brewery. It's mm-hmm. on right. Avenue. And uh they they have a brown ale that they call craft beer and it comes in a can that just says craft beer. Craft just beer. a white can with black letters, craft beer. Yeah. Like government cheese. It's craft beer.
1: I'm telling <laughs> you, these cans were, it looks like they had like, t- you know, taken empty beer cans and scraped the paint off and then slapped their sticker on it. They probably did.
2: <laughs> like,
0: that's probably their stick. I, I have a thing that's bothering me, Uh, you know, because of my stupid job. I have to wake up at three, between three and three thirty every day uh, in the morning, which means I have to go to bed early. I don't want to go to bed. I don't like I'll just say this. I don't know if anybody else is like this. I don't know if you two are like this. I don't know if anybody listening to me is like this. I don't like sleep. I don't enjoy sleeping. <clears> I consider it like this, just this blank space in the service. middle of the day that takes up time from what I would rather be doing. I'd rather be reading or watching TV or a movie or other things, playing video games. I, I, would, I would marry sleep. Really? <laughs> I, I, can't, I, I don't like it. I don't I am not a fan. I I doesn't I, uh, I guess am somewhere
1: I, in between. Here's here's my thing. Uh I love to sleep. I hate to go to sleep. Maybe that's it. Yeah, maybe if that that's makes it. any sense. But I still don't like sleep.
0: I wake up I, I I've never once woken up feeling like that stretching and oh the sun is shining cuz it never shines when i wake up but it's shining and there's bluebirds humming and oh i feel so rejuvenated and that every time i wake up i'm like well that was 8 hours of my life i'm not getting back um but okay, the problem now is you're just weird to, yeah i know i know i'm I'm a, I'm a freak i get it uh and it is i i for most people it's enjoyable and it's not that i don't feel good when i sleep it's just it's too much pressure um <laughs> and i'd rather be doing something else the problem is, to go to sleep, I have to drug myself. And increasingly, over the last couple of weeks, all of the drugs that I use to knock myself out have been linked to dementia. Like, it was uh, dioxylene succinate, which is basically Benadryl, was the first one. Um, then another version of that, which I use. And now, within the last couple of days, melatonin. Melatonin now linked to
2: dementia. And it's, 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 I think an overuse or dependence on those. Sure. But I
0: have to use it every night. So I would
2: say that's dependency,
0: you know, like,
1: you like John has.
2: Yeah. Like I have,
1: right. (laughs) Who's John? Uh, Who's John? Who's that guy?
2: Fun fact, uh, fun fact, uh, not to get too far off on a tangent to go too far afield. But speaking of being a freak and, uh, being medicated, Uh (laughs) I watched a documentary about Rick James last week. Oh Uh, Yeah. And in the song Super Freak, he mentions Room 714, uh-huh. which is a reference to Quaaludes. It is. How is Why was it referenced to Quaaludes?
1: Because that's the number on fours. the... Lemon is, 714s, yeah. Those are the, that's the what good it says ones that, that, that Leo Walter, DiCaprio yeah. was super jazzed about it's, getting. They actually say Lemon yeah. 714 on them. We had to mug Bill Cosby <laughs> to get these at the Playboy Mansion.
0: Um... <laughs> yeah well i wish i could maybe quaaludes would help but it's funny it it's just everything <laughs> it's all linked to dementia but you know what else is linked to dementia not sleeping so like
2: w- pick roll, your poison roll literally dice, John, roll the dice it, it yeah for a
1: while there for a while with the covid stuff everybody was like so what are the symptoms uh the symptoms are asking if you have symptoms yeah i mean everything's a everything's fucking symptom, a symptom. yeah uh, so, yeah, everything's linked to, you know, it's linked to dementia. Wondering if you're going to have dementia.
0: Well, you know, what's literally linked to dementia life, because if you live long enough, chances are you're <laughs> going to lose a few marbles on the way. <laughs> you know, you know, what else is linked to dementia by that, by, by that Uh, vegetables, because if you eat healthy, then you'll live longer Then you'll lose a few marbles on the way. Exercise. Same thing. Like, what isn't linked to it? So I don't know. Same thing with cancer. Like. People used to die of heart disease in their 60s. We got better at managing it. And now people are living longer. And now it's like, oh, my God, everybody's dying of cancer. No, they're not. People are just living long enough to get it. Same thing with dementia. Yeah. It's not that more people are getting it. Well, more people are getting it, but it's because more people are living long enough to get it. So I don't know.
1: That could be, actually. That's not a bad. We, we got a
2: built-in expiration date. That's, you know. That's why your teeth don't last. Like, <laughs> yeah, you're not supposed to live that long.
0: <laughs> not me, man. I'm gonna as soon as, as soon as I shuffle off the mortal coil, I'm having my head shipped to Arizona, put it in storage. And then as soon as they can bring me back, they're gonna, they're gonna. I don't, I don't. Yeah. Hey, I'm gonna, i to play this for you because I, I, uh, James, you were really into the show, and Katie and I have been watching it, uh, over the last. We watch it every. Friday or Saturday night so we haven't finished it but it's, it's really good we watch like an episode a week or so it's Brockmire uh, oh, it's, on, it's on Hulu I'm Brockmire
1: I tried to watch that
0: oh you gotta give it a shot should
1: I stay with it yes
0: it's great it's really okay. good uh, and I'm in the I think it's the third season where J.K. Simmons is on the show and oh, uh, yep. J.K. Simmons is like this grizzled old uh, used to be a ball player and is now a, a an announcer and and at first, he and the main character, Jim Brockmeyer, uh, played by Hank Azaria, have a very contentious relationship and then then kind of smooth things over. And the thing is, J.K. Simmons is dying of lymphoma. And the only person who comes to visit him is Hank Azaria, Jim Brockmeyer, And they have this beautiful moment in the show that I, I want to play for you all about baseball and I. I, I I'm gonna play this for you. But I'm gonna ask you a question first. Why is baseball, which has used to be my favorite sport, it's been replaced by football, but it, it used to be my favorite sport? Why is it so easy to romanticize? Don't answer that. Just listen to this thing between J.K. Simmons as Matt the Bat and uh, Hank Azaria. Hold on. Well, hold on. Oh. I need to enter a password before I can play anything because Microsoft sucks.
2: Oh and he's not just I was always to bad at because my best he's-
1: On a baseball field, oh man, they're like sacred places. Lit up, they're just like temples, and in the darkness, they're like cemeteries.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: look at that. I guess I do believe in something bigger than myself. Baseball. Yeah. yeah. That's a God I could believe in, the baseball God. Yes. Yeah, kind of God that demands that all his churches be parks. <laughs> God that forces you to play outside on a nice day. Yeah. It doesn't keep time because our actions should determine our fate, not some stupid clock. <laughs> yeah, a God who keeps us humble by making us play a game that's steeped in failure. Mm. That's the kind of God that I'd worship Well We did, we do We did, didn't we?
0: And a couple of things it, 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 We'll answer my question in a second But J.K. Simpson is the one of the greatest living American actors uh, That scene And you have to watch a show for it to really affect you emotionally But that scene made made me cry uh, it made me tear up. It was a beautiful scene in the show. But also, it was less about his... The words and the dialogue and more about his acting is just so phenomenal. And I don't know that there's ever been an actor quite like J.K. Simmons who can play a bad guy, play the most evil human being I've ever fucking seen as uh, Schillinger on Oz. That's wh- That was his introduction. Like, that was how you first got to know J.K. It was the white supremacist rapist who murdered children on Oz and then like you see him in Whiplash and he's a monster but then you see him in this and he starts off as a monster and then by the end you're crying because he's he's dying Uh, I just I don't I don't know that there's anybody quite like him that's acting right now And God damn it. Get him pictures of Spider-Man. Yeah. And J. Jonah Jameson. (laughs) Yeah. It's great. Uh, But I just don't know that there's anybody who can go back and forth between being lovable and hateable, (laughs) whatever that is, Uh, as as well as him. Um, But anyway, baseball. It's so romanticized. More movies are made about baseball than any other sport. And I don't know. I don't. I get what they were saying. I, I truly believe in all that they were saying. Like that's was what makes it such a great sport. But I don't know why baseball is more romanticized than other sports. I
1: don't either. I, I've never. I've honestly never understood why there's more baseball. And it's obvious, you know, when you look at movies and, and things. Uh, it there's more baseball than anything else. Yeah, and, and 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 the movies are better. They just are. Usually, yeah. yeah. I guess because the seasons are longer, and it, yeah, it's all summertime and. I don't know. It's just, it's one of those things. Because like, if you uh, watch,
0: look, if you watch a baseball movie, I think this is, this is also key. It still looks like they're playing baseball. If you watch a football movie, it looks fake. That's true. Uh, that Kurt to, Warner movie, it's... I haven't watched it yet. Uh, I, I kind of want to, I do want to see it. Uh, I'll probably sit down and watch it one day, but whatever that movie is Captain what Jesus, American Underdog, American Underdog, the Kurt Warner movie. Because um, I, I, I Genuinely, I mean, you know, we I grew up, not, I guess I was like 19, so not growing up, but that uh, that era in St. Louis is really special, and Kurt Warner was a really special player. He was... Uh, Probably
2: about 15, 16.
0: No, it was 99 and
2: 2000.
0: 99 is when they went to the Super Bowl, so it had been 17 at, at the earliest, uh, youngest. Anyway, uh, but he... He was a very special person, and I genuinely like him now. Anytime I see him doing commentary and things like that, I, I really appreciate how down-to-earth and uh, knowledgeable about the game he is. But that movie looks like shit. <laughs> like,
2: the, football, <laughs> the football
0: scenes in that movie look like SNL sketches. Uh, <coughs> have you ever seen the movie Remember the Titans? Great movie other than the football scenes, which look like a bunch of stunt actors jumping off of pads at each other. Like It just looks wrong it looks bad yeah it's
1: hard to it's it's the that the actual action in a football game moves so quickly and is so tight you know close it's hard to it's almost impossible to show on on a screen you know what i mean in a movie yeah you can't do it
0: because you can't have actual actors playing a football game they would get killed right Uh, but, but so here's here's the thing though I, I think the reason baseball is so romanticized is because it's it can be a very boring game meaning there's so many moments of nothingness that you can fill with dialogue and you can right. fill with thoughts and you can fill with contemplation just in you know a one at bat you know a one at bat could take two minutes and if unless he's fouling it off then it could take even more so I think that's
1: it. It just gives you a lot more time, a lot more room to think. I do think also, uh, it's it's one of those baseball teams are bigger teams. They have you know than than like a basketball team mm-hmm. or or a soccer team or something. Um, uh, you have more people on a team. You know what I mean. Uh, all together, uh, there's more you know there's a bigger difference between batting and pitching and fielding and catching and you know what i mean as far as the different positions and i think there's more um kind of anybody maybe not anybody but more people would be able to do this sport this activity than could basketball or football or any you know what i mean well, yeah, maybe it's that's more it an too. Every is, is, man's is baseball sport. still looks like a game anybody could play. Right. It's it's more than any it doesn't an any, require any guy's that much sport. out of you yeah. physically.
0: Whereas you look at football and you're like, I wouldn't even want to do that if I could. <laughs> right. <laughs> like the I don't want I don't want to get hit. Like I don't want that. But you want me to stand in a field and catch something? Sure, I could probably do that sometimes. Yeah, that doesn't seem so. I mean, hard. when Tony Gwynn is one of the greatest baseball players of all time and he had my body type.
1: Yeah. I'm just saying. There's, yeah, I think there's a lot to that. Yeah. And just a real, uh, real, real nerdy white guy. Real, voice. real
0: nerdy white guy voice. Tony Gwynn literally had the same voice that every black comedian had when they wanted to impersonate a white guy.
2: That was Tony
0: Gwynn. Uh-huh.
2: Holy shit. What if Tony Gwynn was trolling us the whole time? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so, like, uh, this is not how Tony Gwynn talks. Not at all. Like, if you got him in private. <laughs> and what the, what the fuck? What the fuck are you fuck, talking about? Talk to me like that.
0: <laughs> he sounds like uh He sounds like one of the guys in uh, trading places that's in jail with him. That uh, when <laughs> when well, they brought you in here, you was crying.
1: Yeah, yeah. Tony Gwynn don't take no shit. Look, yeah. I
0: can use this voice. It's in reference.
1: Okay, I, you wouldn't this is know nothing crazy. about that because you a big, Barry white-looking motherfucker. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <A> karate man, <laughs> karate man bruises on the inside.
1: I love that damn movie. That's okay. If we had to
0: rank Eddie Murphy movies, would that be number one? Uh, probably, it's up there. I mean, other than Norbert, obviously.
2: Or
1: Coming to America has got to be up there too. Like, Ooh, it's, it's you're right. Hairs with that. I liked. I loved Harlem Nights. Probably it wasn't like as, good. as good but yeah I love underrated that movie. but good but uh no trading places man it's that's perfect. that's that's my favorite and it, and it has all his best stuff in it before it was annoying <laughs> yeah
0: and I, I think it was uh, there was some very good chemistry between, between him and, and landis right
1: you know that because he coming to america uh,
2: and trading places and, yeah, uh, I actually I saw a thing a while back. I think it was on YouTube, and they talked about because um, John Landis caught a ton of hell because he was doing the Twilight Zone movie. Yeah, and people died. Yep. There was a stunt with a helicopter, and like two people died. Yep. Oh yeah, yeah. And he caught a ton of hell for it. That was really and, bad. Like, really he bad. Was, he was he was facing video. like criminal charges. Yeah. Like negligent homicide kind of charges, which he wound up beaten but like he was upset because like nobody really wanted to like vouch for him like when it was like when it was going to trial and like he was like persona non grata yeah it was bad news for him but he had done trading places and eddie murphy had come up with the idea for coming to america and they're trying to figure out a director And he's like what about john landis mm-hmm. and that was eddie kind of doing him a style because he was kind of on the outside looking in And he appreciated it, but he still kind of felt a little, forgive the the pun here, felt a little raw about uh, Eddie not having his back earlier. Yeah. But he's like, he talked about it. He's like, so here's the difference between trading places and coming to America. He's like, when we did trading places, Eddie Murphy was popular. And he was on his Ascension, he's like, when we did Coming to America, he was the biggest fucking star in the world. Yeah. He's like, we went out to film. He's like, um, and that scene where they steal the luggage, he's like, not all of that is extras. <laughs> he's like, that's like, that's legitimate Louis Vuitton luggage. <laughs> and, and Eddie Murphy didn't care. He's like, no, go ahead run away with it. He's like, <laughs> he's like those are thousand dollar bags. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Yeah, the production then. is losing money because you're just like, ah, yeah. fuck it, don't worry about yeah. it. Yeah. But it, it apparently got pretty contentious because you kind of, no matter how big of a star you are, you kind of have to listen to the director. Oh, yep. well, yeah. Otherwise, the movie just doesn't work. Yeah. And there were times when apparently he was not real keen on listening to John Landis. Dude. And I- there's speculation that it, Got physical at one point. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. I Which mean, John Landis said is overblown, and yeah, it's it's it's. I, I wish I could remember what it was. A rather long thing I saw on YouTube about like the filming of Coming to America. I
0: mean, interesting. John Landis so directed Animal House and yep. Trading Places, and I fuck the the thriller video. You know, yeah, yeah,
1: that's right. I forgot about that. That was
0: that was a big deal. I, 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 American Werewolf in London. Uh, um, what else? Coming to America. Oscar, which I think the three of us are the only three people that like. Or I don't know if Rod's on this. I know James and I like that movie. I think we're the only ones.
1: Which one's that? That's Sylvester Stallone. Sylvester Stallone
2: where he's a mobster trying yeah. to go straight.
1: I haven't. I rem, I vaguely remembered. I'd have to watch it again. i could not going to say it's what his what best work,
0: is. but it's a good movie. It's really not bad. But it got like just written off as his garbage. Um, and then I mean he, he he fell off. He like made the stupid's and uh, things like um, that. But you know I, he also directed a bunch of Dream On episodes. By the way, call back to our Patreon show. We were talking about that. Brian Ben. ben. With Brian, the I mean the greatest actor of all time, Brian Ben Ben. Um anyway, I'm sorry, to, uh, uh, I cut you off. What were we what were we gonna say, bud?
1: In the second uh coming to America movie, mm-hmm. the the really crappy one. Yep. At the very end of the it movie, sucked. They have all these uh like outtake kind of things, you know, uh during the credits and stuff. And the best moment in that entire film is in those outtakes. And there's some deal where the kid has to steal the whiskers off a lion or some shit. Mm-hmm. And, um, they're the part where he like pulls them out and, and shows everybody. Ah, oh, I got him. Um, they're showing outtakes from that. And there's an Eddie Murphy standing there in the old man makeup, you know, and everything. And, uh, he's dancing and he's like, I got the, or was it? Goes, I got the whiskers. You don't got no whiskers. Oh yeah. He's and, the... and, uh, and, and you see Eddie Murphy's eyes like get real big and yeah. he goes, Hey, that's my bit. You know, <laughs> and, like it's a genuine little, you know, Hey, you know, yeah. but that's the coolest part of the whole movie. Oh uh, yeah. that it was the outtake Yeah. is that little second of the outtake where you see Eddie Murphy genuinely surprised that this kid next to him is doing his old bit from the, it's got to be tough it? for Eddie Murphy because, be man, delirious. When you're, yeah. When you're
0: that big of a star, especially in comedy, which is so unforgiving of bad results. Like, if you. It's if hard.
1: I, and you and I have dis- discussed this before. It's hard to remember how good Eddie Murphy was. Yeah. Because we haven't seen it in 30 years. We all watched his. And these horrible movies. Remember, we had, you and I had a conversation one time about. This movie, and I still don't know the name of the movie. I think it's like a Dave or something, but it's it's Eddie Murphy's, uh, a, like a, a a a robot, and inside him is a thousands of, little, of tiny Eddie yeah, Murphys. That, I believe that's Dave that are controlling yeah. him. And uh and I was like trying to describe this movie to you. And I was like, you know, that really terrible movie meet where it's Eddie Murphy, and then there's all the little meet. Eddie Murphys yeah, inside Dave. him. And you were like, yeah. I don't think that movie, you know, and you were kept fucking with me that it wasn't real. And then finally you were like, wouldn't it be funny if that movie didn't exist, though? And I, and, and you were just, I was like, no, it would be great if that fucking movie didn't exist. It would be fantastic.
0: I remember that. And the text line, it was, it was so, I miss the text line so much. I don't have one here and I miss it so much because, like, half of them were in <laughs> on the joke and half of them weren't where it was like half yeah. of them were like, yeah, I don't know. Rod, I've seen every Eddie Murphy movie. i heard of it." Yeah, and I then half of them were like, you you think "You're it to think so. me, Dave, stupid. You, you <laughs> dumb, John. Here's the link to the IMDb page. It's like, God, did we know.
2: <laughs> um, also, also in the John Landis filmography, Three uh, Amigos. Oh, yeah. Spies Spice Like Us. us
0: too, yeah.
1: Oh, the I Blues love Spice Brothers. Like Us. And
2: the Blues Brothers. The fucking Blues, Blues Brothers. Brothers.
0: And he also oh, produced shit. Blues Brothers 2000, which... You know,
2: well, we don't (laughs) look. Here's the thing. It's 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 a lot like how there are three Indiana Jones movies. There's one Mm. Blues Brothers film. Yes. Yes.
0: (laughs) Kind of like there's There's... two Ghostbusters movies. Actually, this latest latest Ghostbusters movie wasn't bad. I don't know if you guys saw it. Did you see the new Ghostbusters movie Afterlife?
1: We were just uh, talking about my wife and I were just discussing that. I was like, I don't I don't know if I want to see that. And she's like, I don't give a shit how many goddamn blockbuster or Ghostbuster movies they make. We will watch them. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, OK,
0: it's I mean, it wasn't it wasn't great. It. It's not as good as the first one um, or even the second one. But it's it's fine. And there's a it's a kind of a, a weird thing, like how, how there's a lot of hate towards the second Ghostbusters movie. I always liked the second Ghostbusters movie. I love Vigo. Ghostbusters 2? Yeah, saw. Ghostbusters 2. Yeah. What? It's fucking great. Yeah. Vigo, the master of evil, trying to, to battle uh, my boys. It's
1: not for real. Oh, yeah. What's the guy's name? Uh, the little dude. Um, why can't I think of his name? The the, the shrunk the kids. What's his name? Rick Moranis. Rick Moranis. Moranis. It has Moranis in it. I love Moranis. It's also got. Uh, it was in SCTV when I was a kid, and late at night, SCTV would come on. I don't know if you've ever seen that. Oh, I, I need CD. to go back and watch that. That show was fan fucking tastic. Yep. They had so many John, Le- uh, not John Levitts, uh, uh, Levy, Eugene Levy. Yep. All these different Catherine great O'Hara, people on John there. Candy, John Candy. It was so funny. Steve Thomas, not Thomas. the
2: Wendy's guy, but yeah, the other one. Moranis. Yeah,
1: yeah, the, the other Brew
2: guy. Yeah.
0: I mean, you could <laughs> argue yeah. that they had more stars on SCC, uh, SCTV than. There were Ooh, on sh- on uh, SNL, in, at least early on, like SNL, oh, yeah. Chevy Chase and John Belushi. But until Bill Murray was on, I mean, really, not really. I
1: mean, Bill Murray. Was yeah, on the show no, it well. was. It, they had so many big stars that gone on to do all kinds of stuff. And the sketch, the sketch, the skit. <clears throat> You're OK. <clears throat> the skits yeah. were hilarious. Yeah, they were uh really good stuff and they had yeah they had the the uh uh bob and doug mckenzie Mm -hmm. the great white north and um uh they did this the
2: term back bacon
1: yeah they did this great thing with this like uh vincent price character that was oh my god it was hilarious i loved that show i gotta go back and find some of those uh i want to play a game with you real quick just based
0: on what we're just talking about uh, it's like F. Mary Kill, but I'm going to call it uh, uh, Keep, Skip, or Delete.
2: Okay. Joe Flaherty of Get Jackass. Yep. And, You're going to uh, miss it. Get uh, Jackass.
0: Yes, uh, okay. I love that guy. So, so this, is, this is, is called Skip. Uh, it's called Keep, Skip, or Delete. So one of these you can keep. One of them you skip over, but it still exists for other people to watch. And one of them you delete from existence. Okay. I'm going to do it with comedy scotches. You got the van, in, uh, van down by the river, Chris Farley. You have the dead parrot sketch. And you have who's on first.
1: Oh, you bastard. Yeah. Okay, keep, skip, and delete. <sighs> Fuck you. I got to delete... Um got to delete uh, who's on first.
0: See, I, I would I would agree with you because of the three of them, that's the one that I don't think is as funny, except for the fact that it holds up so well to this day. It, and also, what's kind of like the first sketch?
1: It is. It you know? is funny, so like, though. If you get it's, rid of that, do we have the other works. two? And it, and it works because it keeps it. It's, it's the first thing I ever heard that defines that. Run it into the ground until it's funny again. Yeah. Yeah. And it does it really well. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I personally,
0: uh, I I actually keep that one because I don't know the other ones exist without it. Um, I, God, I think I'm... I'm I skipping the I dead was... parrot's... Or I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm skipping uh, Van Down by the River and deleting dead parrot. And the only reason I, I say that is because I... I think that van down by the river is my favorite sketch of all time. Maybe not the most important. See, one, but, but my favorite one of all time. And Matt I think Monty Python had better character. sketches than the dead parrot sketch. It's just that You're one right. for some reason gets called as the best one.
1: Um, you are right though. Matt Foley is a reoccurring character. True. Whereas the other two are standalone sketches. Stand-alone sketches yeah. Yeah. That's true. I hadn't thought of that. So that's interesting my original thought
2: created that character for Chris Bob
1: Odenkirk yeah yeah he wrote it I mean come on my my original thought was the opposite of yours it was keep the parrot sketch Mm -hmm. skip that van down by the river and delete um who's on first James but now that I think about it I kind of want to reverse that (laughs) (laughs) James
2: (sighs) Not, if I delete "Van Down by the River," am I losing all of Matt Foley? All of it? Or am I? Just yeah, because
0: I, I, I I'm setting this up. This has this has um, repercussions. Like this isn't like you just get rid of them. And there's a lot of other stuff. You get rid of this. Chris Farley, it, it was considered a great guy, but never has his genius breakout moment. Um, oh, you
1: can't take Chris Farley away just from down by the river. I think
0: he doesn't have that. Then he's just known for the Chippendale sketch. And and that's great, but not. It's no van down by the river.
1: <laughs> he has Tommy boy and fucking. Uh, does he? What's the other Without Tommy Van down boy? by the river? I don't know that he does. Yeah, he does. He has Tommy know. boy. and What's the other Tommy boy? Black sheep. Black sheep. Black sheep. Well,
0: maybe, and, and hey, maybe, maybe he gets kicked off of SNL because they're like, "Yeah, you really haven't had your moment, so it's time to move on from you." And he cleans up his life, and he's alive to this day. So who knows? I'm just saying. Well,
2: then, then I'm deleting Man <laughs> by the River, so that Chris Farley may live.
1: Uh- <laughs> we saved a no life How many other podcasts can say that? And and you could save us all from Beverly Hills Ninja. True. Okay. <laughs> so you're keeping you're you're deleting Van Down by the
0: River. What are you keeping, James?
2: I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep Dead Parrot and I am going to uh skip who's on first. Okay. Uh, it's still there. Still there. But uh so I, I think we've we've run the gamut here mm-hmm. uh, as a group. Uh just that that play between Cleese and Idol. So perfect.
0: Oh,
1: like it's dead. It's,
0: it's deceased. <laughs> it has ceased to exist. It's just
1: pining for the fjords. In, no, and it the fact
2: it,
1: they said they literally sat down and with a thesaurus and looked up. It started as a conversation of of how many different terms they could come up with for dead. Yeah, and then it ended with a, a thesaurus. <laughs> um. All right. Let's do the same thing. Kip,
0: uh, keep, keep. Uh, Rift of life. Keep, skip or delete Eddie Murphy movies. Okay. Um, coming to America. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Trading Places. Right. Or are those his only two good movies? No. Beverly,
1: Beverly Hills. Cop. Beverly Hills
2: Cops good.
1: Yeah. Beverly. Hills Beverly Cop. Hills Cops pretty funny. Yeah. The first one was really good. I just was trying to make it a little bit harder cuz
0: to me that that makes it easy. I'm just getting rid of Beverly Hills Cop, yeah. keeping Trading Places and skipping Coming to America.
1: Right. That's pretty much my
0: answer to that yeah.
2: one. <laughs> yeah, it was too easy. I I I I think and it's 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 maybe not even a recency bias, it's just a uh, like I was much more familiar growing up with Coming to America than I was with Trading Places. Love mm. them both, but there's a, a warmer spot in my heart for coming to America because I, I have just seen that movie so many times
0: well it's also what you grew up with Because my mom and I had a tradition where we watched Trading Places Uh obviously the TV edited version Uh Trading oh, Places
2: no Jamie Lee Curtis yeah. boobs I didn't you know
0: what's funny I had no idea that that was in there until i was watching it with henry like i was like oh my god my mom and i used to watch trading places every new year's eve this, <laughs> she's was,
2: rocking them full-blown that like, was our tradition does not and it, care.
0: it was like we yes yeah,
2: uh, pretty pretty she, pretty good it was like an
0: nbc version of it from like 1989 or something like that and we mm-hmm. watched it like every year for like 10 years on new year's eve and it was it, i, I love that movie and i associate with my mom and new year's eve it's great um and then I was like New Year's Eve a couple years ago I was like hey let's watch Trading Places my mom and I used to watch that and Katie was like are you sure I was like yeah she's like I can't remember I think there was something in there I was like I think there's probably some F-bombs or whatever he can handle it. it's no big deal then we get to that scene and I was like oh and I look at Katie and she's like yeah motherfucker I knew there was something
2: (laughs) and I was like I "I "I need to be excused (laughs) I need to go to the bathroom man good for Christopher Guest <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like when you when you watch uh, Fast Times at My High, you're like, hey, "Good for Kevin Klein, bless his heart, he deserves that."
0: Kevin Klein got <laughs> no, with that. He I did not know that. No, he doesn't. Phoebe Cates. Uh, okay, okay. Last one, and then we'll we'll end the show. uh, kip, uh kip, I can't say. That. I keep wanting to say Kip, skip or delete. Keep, keep it. Skip keep it. or delete. Now it sounds like a dirty thing. Yeah. Skeet, Skeet, skip, 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 skip from the window to the walls. Uh, Beatles albums. Okay. Ooh. Abbey road, Sergeant Stop. peppers, revolver.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You fucker. Yeah. Keep skip or delete,
2: uh, delete. I'm, I'm deleting revolver. And, um, there's a lot of good songs on there, but there's Dr. Robert on there, and that song sucks a dick. You it's um, so
1: cute. You what and, is your thing with that song? You
2: and Katie is like it. not good. You and I Katie like it
1: more now that you hate it. <laughs> you and Katie both It's independent. Got the inner
2: light which isn't very good. Independent uh, of each other.
0: Hate that song. Hate that song. Wait, what what has it? What does it have on it Uh the inner light is that on there? The inner no, that was a B side. No. Uh okay. I think you're thinking love to you. Which is not great, but not nearly as bad as if we're going with Sergeant Pepper's and um, George's song on there. What is that? Uh, what is the sitar song on Sergeant Pepper's?
1: Oh yeah, that. See, Sergeant Pepper's is a is a tough one for me because I am so fucking burnt out on Lucy in the Sky. Yeah, I fucking i I almost hate that song. And. Um, Within yeah, you it has a couple you. others. Within you, but at the you same the time, song. okay, it has fixing a hole and Getting it has better. Uh, being for the benefit, which are two of my very favorite songs. Yeah. So it's tough,
2: and so like
1: <clears throat> Taxman, great. Eleanor Rigby,
2: great. I'm only sleeping. Solid. Fuck you. That's uh, one of my
1: favorites.
0: Yeah. I would actually argue that the highs, the ceiling on Revolver. And maybe that's it. The ceiling on Revolver is higher than the ceiling on uh, Sergeant Pepper, but the but the floor is lower. You know what I mean? Like the Like I think Eleanor Rigby's for me, anyway, is better than anything on Sergeant Pepper. Uh, uh, Taxman also. I don't. I don't. I don't know that I like anything on Sergeant Pepper as much as I love
2: Taxman. Um, and your bird can sings not that great of a song. It's fine. It's about Mick Jagger dating Marianne Faithful and bragging about I, it. I like it. You know what?
0: I I, I, I disagree with my own uh, assessment. I don't think that the floor is lower. I, in fact, I think Revolver is a better album than Sgt. Pepper's. It's just heresy to say that. But it is. It's a better album overall. The only thing you can say is Dr. Roberts isn't their best song. But uh, Within You Without You sucks. I'm sorry. It does. It's just not great. Uh, but I'm assuming we're all in agreement. You keep Abbey Road. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You keep Abbey Road. So then, what are we yeah, deleting? That's
1: that the only. The only. The I'm only deleting. Just, I, I, I say skip revolver. And as much as I hate to say it out loud, delete Sergeant Pepper. So you and I are on the same
0: page. Yeah. Keep Abbey, skip, uh, revolver, and delete
2: Sergeant Peppers. I'm I'm fine with that. Okay. So you're losing Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're losing with a little help from my friends. Yes. Mm. You're losing Lucy in the sky with diamonds. Okay, you're losing getting better. Right, you're losing fixing a hole. You're losing. She's that leaving hurts. home. Don't need that. But right, being for the benefit of Mr. Kite. Uh-huh, uh, yeah, with I any like of that, you, okay, that's fine. Not great. Yeah, uh, when don't I'm 64, care. eh? Yeah. It's, it's, it's I it. nice. I like. Uh, it's great, uh, yeah. Lovely Rita. Yeah. yeah. Uh, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Eh. Like, who cares? Like I'm saying, yeah. like I
0: none of these songs. I don't like any of these songs that you've listed more than Taxman or Eleanor Rigby,
1: or I'm only sleeping A day in the life, a day in the life. You know what hurts oh, me okay. the, in the most life. about that? that, that. Losing that album. Wait, the day in the life is tough. Also is the fact that without that, you don't have uh, uh Joe Cocker's version of with a little help, which is great. And that needs to be,
0: yeah, and by the way, Day in Life is great. Tomorrow Never Knows is better. Sorry, it is. It's more experimental. It's a better song overall. It's great. Yep, I said it. I'm ending the podcast on that note. I would say, I, I, I'd i take <laughs> Rubber Soul over Revolver. You, fuck, fuck you. Just fuck
1: just <laughs> <stop> <laughs> it.
2: What, is, what is
0: wrong with you? You. <clears throat> <laughs> Baby but You Can Drive THC My Car is suddenly it. a better song than Eleanor fucking Rigby. Seriously. it got Norwegian wood. <laughs> oh, oh, it's got Norwegian wood. Okay. <laughs> so? It doesn't have Tomorrow Never Knows. It doesn't have For No One, which is one of the greatest breakup songs of all time. I'm done. Take this, bitch.